0: Three, two, one. And welcome back to the official review. I'm Mitchell Graham. And I'm Zach Brown. And welcome back. This is episode 61 of the official review. Been two weeks. Last episode, we did a mock draft. But here, we're a little bit of a different, uh, different kind of day. You see it in the description of the title. We've got opening day predictions, final four predictions, and WrestleMania 39 predictions, all in one day, one episode. And then we've also got other stuff to talk about. So today's going to be a loaded day. Zach, how you feeling? Are you ready to jump in?
1: I feel good, man. It's a prediction. It's a prediction day. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um so let's jump right in. Today is like my Christmas. Like, oh yeah, it's MLB Opening Day. Um, I only got to watch the first three innings of the Braves game because I had uh, I, I had something else I had to do. Uh, I don't know why the Braves are playing at one o'clock on Opening Day. I I don't know, but um, good win. Travis Darno with four hits on Opening Day. Yeah, go ahead yeah. and give him the MVP crown right now. And I'm just kidding. Wow. Whoa, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. But uh, yeah. Um, I'm excited. Uh, a lot of games going on. The the Mets game just went final. Um, they, they just won. Um, so it's going to be an interesting year. Degrom I think, let
0: up five earned in his in his Rangers
1: debut. I know, dude. Degrom looked bad. Aaron Nola looked bad in that game too. Um,
0: well, I mean, Texas Rangers eleven to seven. Right the Rangers now, so. scored
1: nine runs in the fourth on the Phillies. Um, Good. But, yeah, just an interesting day. um, I love opening day. It's baseball season. It doesn't ever feel like spring until baseball starts. yeah, um so now it really feels like spring um, so I'm looking forward to this season uh i think I think that some interesting things will happen this year, and we'll get into that here in a second yeah. mm-hmm. um. You got any comedy? Have you been able to watch any games today or anything like that?
0: <laughs> well, so our office manager is like a huge Braves fan. So we were in his office watching opening day. Um, I went in to, you know, do some work and I came back and Max Freed was hurt. Um, yeah, so that, it's a
1: very minor injury. Uh, which that's it's good. A, it's a strained hamstring. I think he will be okay.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. I think there's, I think an interesting thing about this MLB season is there's so many question marks and so, especially even in the NL East itself. There's so many key injuries that you're looking at already for these teams. Um, there's one for the Mets, obviously Edwin Diaz. You've got the 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 Phillies who are now down Hoskins and Harper for yeah. most of the season. Uh, the Braves they have to bank on Mike Soroka's health, which is never a thing to bank on. Um, and, I, I, I and, and Kyle Kyle Wright is also hurt in the beginning of the year as well.
1: So. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Wright will be back in two weeks. Um, I don't think we have to bank on Soroka's health because we had two guys who lit it up in spring training and they're both going to get two starts each before Wright comes back Uh Dodd and uh Schuster, both yeah. of them had. And I think either one of them will be fine in that fifth spot when Kyle Wright comes back. So Soroka, we've been fine without him the last two years. Um, he hasn't pitched since 2020. I don't think it's a make or break deal if Soroka can't get healthy and come back. But if, if Soroka had him, absolutely. But. He's an
0: ace, kind of like tight. He has the, he he like he could be an ace.
1: Yeah, he's got ace stuff, stuff, but yeah. it's concerning that he hasn't pitched in two years. Of course, it, that, that's that's always a concern. Um, plus, not only that, he not only tore his Achilles, he re tore it a year later. So, yeah. yeah, that's always a concern. But let's get into it. Let let's get into our division winners. Okay, let's get into our predicted division winners um obviously last year i think we both did pretty horribly we both were way off in our predictions yeah Uh, i had the rangers going to the world World series series. Um,
0: fourth i think
1: and i'll probably i'll probably be way off again but i had the
0: i I had the uh angels winning the with the west so i mean yeah
1: that was bad (laughs) it's the angels dude they're the worst run organization in baseball just wait Anyways, uh, let's start with the American League East. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. Who do you got winning the American League East?
0: I mean, it's probably. I mean, is the best division in baseball? I think second, maybe second behind the NL East.
1: I think the NL East um, is the best division. Um, in baseball.
0: I, I think the Blue Jays are gonna win. <coughs> I called it last year. I don't think it happened.
1: No Yankees no, won it. Yeah. did not. Did not. I don't think yeah. they made the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they did. I think they won a series.
1: No, I think the Rays made the playoffs. I, well, I could be wrong, but they didn't check, win the division. Well, they I'm didn't talking. win the division. Um,
0: Blue Jays, I think they. I mean, just another year. Vlad Junior. Um, you've got they they're returning. Um, I think Alec Manoa. I think is a is a top tier starter. Um, and also home, Kevin Gosman was tremendous last year as well. If that's his name, I think that's his name. Uh, he was really good last year as well. The Blue Jays. I think it could be 100 wins, 99 wins, 95, and 90. Like I think there could be four 90 win teams in this division. Um, so it's going to be a toss up. But I was I, I went with the Blue Jays.
1: Yeah, I'm also going with the. I'm go also going with the Blue Jays as well. I think both of us picked the Blue Jays last year. But and you were right; they did finish second um, with 92 wins. I don't know if they want a playoff series though. But anyways. I think this year is going to be different because last year they were dealing with so many injuries. They had a yeah. they, they were the, probably one of the most injury ridden teams last year. And that team games, can if that know. team can stay healthy, they're the best team in that division. Um, I've got the Blue Jays. They're still a very young team. They're I love their pitching staff. Uh uh, they've got um, let me pull up their roster. Manoa Gossman. Yeah, they've got Manoa, they've got Gosman, they've got um Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios. That's oh, I a, forgot that's a, about Bassett. That's, you
0: know, a, that's
1: a phenomenal rotation right there. forgot about that. Um, so I think they're going to be – really if they can just stay healthy, I think they'll be phenomenal. They got, they got George Springer in center. Um, so uh, I know he kind of had a down year last year, but I think he'll figure it out. Yeah. So I got the Blue Jays, but I, I, th- I have the Yankees finishing second. But don't sleep on the Orioles. I think the Orioles could be sneaky good this year. They're the, the fourth
0: 90-win team in the division is what I was talking about.
1: Yeah, uh I think I think the Orioles could be sneaky good. I mean, they don't have a great rotation. Their team is very young, but Adley Rutschman became only the fourth player in history today to reach base five times on opening day as a catcher. Uh he's a phenomenal player. Um, he's a player that I would buy a jersey of, even though I'm not an Orioles fan. I, I just love Adley Rutchman. Yeah. But watch out for the Orioles. Don't be surprised if they make some noise this year. But I got the Blue Jays winning the division. Yeah. Um the AL Central, uh, once again, for like the fifth year in a row, I think it's the most gettable division. I think this one's kind of the hardest one to predict. But I'm going to go with the White Sox again, and here's why. They, by far, have the best roster in that entire division. Last year, they were coached by Tony LaRusa, a very outdated, um, out-of-touch manager who his coaching style was just very antiquated. Um, and... Was really just out of touch with his players. They've got a new manager this year. Um, if they can stay healthy, dude. Dylan Cease throws fireballs. That guy is amazing. Um, I think Dylan Cease could be a a Cy Young Award candidate this year. Give me the White Sox to actually win the division this year.
0: Uh, I gotta go with w- what feels right. I'm gonna go with the Twins. Um, I mean they they re-signed. Uh, I think they signed. They got Carlos Correa.
1: Yeah, they got him I mean, back. They
0: got yeah. Carlos Correa back. Um, and I, I, like, I like Joey Gallo. If he can learn how to hit again, Joey Gallo should be okay. Seeing They're already throwing the shift at him in a different way. Did you see that video? I don't know if you saw that, but they're That's like
1: surprised me. They're, Joey they're, Gallo, they're, Joey Gallo, in my opinion, is one of the most overrated players in baseball.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, I, I just, I, I trust the overall roster. I agree with the, the White Sox might have the most talented. I think the, the Twins might have the most consistent. Bringing in Pablo Lopez from, my, uh, from the Marlins is also a yeah. big get for them in their rotation, kind of gives them a staple guy to kind of fall upon. So I think that's why the Twins are going to win the division. But I could see any of, what, four teams in that division winning it, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I don't think the Royals or Detroit have a chance. I think it's a three-team race. But, I mean, anything could happen. Um, we didn't think, I think the Guardians were
0: going to be good last year.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, and I, I love the twins, new, new uniforms. I think their new design is simple. It's clean. I love it. Um, but let's move on to the American league West. Who do you have winning the American league West?
0: I've got the Seattle Mariners winning the, The Mariners. yeah, that was, (laughs) I had a stroke. Um, but I think it all Julio Rodriguez, Luis Castillo showed last year in the playoffs that he can be a, a number one. And lead in a playoff series. I think they've just got talent all around, and now they've got experience winning, which is a very key thing in baseball. I think they're just going to build off momentum. They didn't lose much from last year's team. Right. They're building upon momentum and in a very competitive division. I think they can win it.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going with the Mariners as well. Um, you know, a lot of people, the easy pick is the Astros, and of yeah. course, I mean, they they still they're still loaded. They didn't lose. Anything really other than Justin Verlander, Jose Altuve is going to miss the first two months of the season with a broken thumb, but I, I don't think they're going to miss a beat. Um, but I think the Mariners will win this division by like one game. I think it'll be yeah. come down to the wire. It'll be super close, but I don't know. The, the Mariners just have that magic. They just they just have that 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 feel to them that they could be really good. But it also root for them. They could also finish like third or fourth because it's yeah. Seattle. They are the only team in Major League Baseball that has never appeared in a world series. They're the only team left. So I'm rooting for the Mariners. I want them to be good. Um, so I, I'm going to go out on a limb and project them to win this division, but I think they win by like a game, maybe two Skin games. Skin of their teeth, yeah. Um, my first wild card spot, I'm giving to the Astros because it's going to be so close. Um, the Astros definitely are not missing the playoffs this year, unless they have a lot of catastrophic injuries <laughs> or just fall off a table. But, I got the Astros in fourth. That roster is just too good. Um, like I said, they lost forward. Verlander. Yeah, they lost Verlander, um, which it seems like it was good timing because now Verlander just got placed in the IR today. Um, but you know, they they squeezed all the all the life out of all the use out of Verlander they needed. They won you a Cy Young last year. Yeah, I know. I think I think I think it was a healthy breakup. It was one of those things where like, hey, thanks for the memories. You did you did great. We won us a World Series, but. You know, good luck in your future endeavors. I don't think the Astros are going to miss him too much, but I think missing Altuve for the first two months of the season could get them off to a slow start. But they yeah. they they won't be they won't be out of it at all. Yeah, who's your first wild card spot? My first
0: wild card team is the Yankees. Okay. I think uh, as much as I hate them with all of my all of my guts, seeing what that stud did today, um,
1: Volpe. Dude, Volpe is phenomenal. That
0: that guy is going to be a problem. Aaron Judge homered already. If Glaber Torres looked really good today, and if Garrett Cole can go six scoreless striking out 11, like he did in this opening day, start, the Yankees are going to win a lot of games. So this is a team that you can't not have them go in. It was between them and the Rays, but I think the Yankees take it over
1: them. All right, who you got in your second wild card?
0: I've got the Astros. I'm not gonna kind of, um, I'm not gonna you know beat a dead horse, but they have legitimately four really good starters. Uh, I mean, you lose Verlander, but you've still got Urquidy, you've still got rock the boat kind of got uh forgot his name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've got two other really good starters, and I mean, they are just consistent across the board. Last year, I mean, you lose Correa, and you bring in this, I uh, forgot his name, their shortstop who is even better than Correa. And he, I mean, like, they just replenish talent. They've got a – like, talk about championship DNA, and they know how to win. The Astros know how to win. They're not going to win the division this year because I do think they get off to that slow start with Altuve, but I think they make the wild card, and I think they're a problem for a wild card team.
1: Yeah, it was Luis Garcia's who you were thinking about. Luis Garcia, yeah. Um, my my second wild card spots going to the Yankees um, for a lot of the same reasons you said. That Anthony Volpe kid, I hate the Yankees, but that kid – he is he is phenomenal. He's gonna be fun to
0: watch too. Yeah,
1: he's he's making plays left and right. Uh, I do find it comical um, that he's already getting criticism because he follows Donald Trump on social media. Um, so we just
0: got indicted, by the way.
1: Yeah, that is yeah. He follows a lot of conservative talking heads on on social media, and so people are like, "Oh, Volpe's a terrible person." Dude, just let it, just let him have his opinions and. Just be glad that he's a good baseball player. Like just yeah. leave him alone, him, man. Yeah. Volpe's is gonna be a superstar. I'm excited. I mean, I, I hate when the Yankees have good players, but he's one that's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I just I I don't think the Yankees have enough to, to win a World Series. I don't think they're I don't think they have enough in the bullpen. And they're too they're too reliant on the home run um for for my liking. I don't think they have enough guys I can hit for average to win a world series. But, um, we'll get into that in a second. My last wild card spot's gonna to go to the twins. Um I think that they squeak out and get that last wild card spot just because uh, they they do have a consistent lineup. I don't think they have quite enough pitching to win that division. Um Joey Gallo, as I mentioned, I think is one of the most overrated players uh, of probably this current generation of players. Literally, all he does is he either hits a four hundred and fifty foot tank or he strikes out he can't do anything else.
0: Which is valuable um, in today's game, but I mean... Not when you're way. hitting
1: like 190 like he did last year. Like he, yeah. he barely broke 200 last year, which just... The Yankees are glad he's not on their team anymore because they were just wasting money on Joey Gallo. Um, again, and it's, it's, it's not just with the Yankees. He did the same thing with the Rangers. So I think he's very overrated. But you know what? If he figures it out in Minnesota, that'll be good. Byron Buxton is a phenomenal player, but he's never healthy literally never yeah, healthy ever um so you know i i like this twins team i think they finally get over the hump make the playoffs i'm not sure they can win a playoff series though
0: no
1: <sighs> All right, give me your last wild card spot just I'm, I'm i'm
0: you know what's the definition of an insanity
1: doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results
0: the angels are my
1: no, wild card no team. no don't the fall.
0: angels are for my They've got you've got Mike Trout, you've got Shohei Ohtani, and it you've got a mattered. you've got a you've got a decent roster around them this year. Oh my I, God I, I just I mean, Gio Urshela, Taylor Ward, Anthony Rendon, Hunter Renfro—like these are good, good, serviceable players. And and behind Ohtani, Patrick Sandoval's good. Tyler Anderson's all right. Reed Dedmers is all right. Like this is a. This is a team I want to see have success, so I'm trying to manifest it. Shohei Otani is way too good to be missing the playoffs every year, and so is Mike Trout. I think Otani Ohtani could win MVP and Cy Young this year, just straight up, like could.
1: But I don't think they will. I don't think they'll give him both awards. They're
0: not going to give them both, but I think they're the final AOL cards.
1: Dude, what? no, Mitchell. In every single sport we cover, if this is your first time listening, in every single sport we cover, Mitchell always has one team that he always picks, and they always let him down. For baseball, it's the Angels. For college football, it's always the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He's always high on them, and they always let him down. Um, Texas A&M was a recent one. Um, uh, The NFL, I don't know who you're in. The Falcons, because you're a Falcons fan, you're always high on them, and they always let you down.
0: Not I don't know. Year.
1: I don't know NBA wise, but the Hawks, I guess. The Hawks let me but, down. So, dude, the Angels are not making the playoffs. If they would have sold the team to new ownership, I would have been more apt to maybe pick the Angels. They're the worst run team in baseball. Uh, they, they've got, there is absolutely no excuse to have a man as good. Shohei Otani, after what I saw in the WBC, is the greatest baseball player to ever live. And I, I will argue that until the day. I mean, he is the greatest baseball player to ever live babe ruth could pitch and hit but he was not as dominant as shohei at both shohei is phenomenal shohei is not staying with the angels next year look for not a lot of people are talking about this team look for shohei to go to seattle sign with seattle next year i think you know seattle is for some reason popular in japan probably because of all the years of ichiro and they're, they're looking to make a splash. They're looking to be aggressive. Look for Shohei to end up in Seattle next year. Uh, right now, the odds on favorites are the Mets, but I don't think the Mets Woo! are going to be able to cash on Shohei. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> I can't believe you fell for that again. But let's go to the NL. Uh, the NL East, I'm picking the Braves. You know, I, I almost wanted to pick the Phillies just because, look, they've got a loaded roster. But honestly, I don't think the Phillies have enough consistent pitching. They're not balanced enough. They've got a phenomenal lineup. They're a lot like Team USA. They've got a great lineup, but their pitching is going to be their downfall. Um, so I, I couldn't pick – I had to pick the most complete team, in my opinion. I, it may be a little bit biased, but I think the Braves are the most balanced team in this division. Um, they added Sean Murphy. Uh, we're getting we're getting health. Ronald Acuna is going to be 100%. Ozzie Albies missed over 100 games last year. He He's going to be back. Um, a team that won over 100 games and won the division, and we only got better. I got to pick the Braves to win a set. I think a seventh straight division title. Got to pick them.
0: I mean, I can't believe you didn't even mention the Mets.
1: Look, 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 okay, the Mets are going to be good, and and I, I, here's my prediction: I think the Braves win this division without winning 100 games because I think the Braves, Mets, and Phillies are so good they're going to cannibalize themselves a little bit. They're going to lose a lot of games. I don't think the winner of this division is even the one seed because I think they're going to beat each other up so much. The problem with the Mets, they've got too many injuries right now. Um, y- your, your your two front starters, Verlander and Scherzer, are already dealing with injuries, and I think that's going to be you're going to be dealing with injuries all year with how old they are. Um, and I just I got to see more out of your lineup. That that's been the story of the Mets for a couple years now. Your lineup was good last year. I got to see him do it two years in a row, but I do think the Mets will be right there in the mix.
0: Yeah, I, I'm there. My winner. I'm biased, obviously. That that is my biased showing. But I mean, anyone? I mean, you think you even take away Verlander and Scherzer, Kodai Senga is going to be really good. He's yep. going to be really good. Jose Quintana's been good for a long time, and we always have that prospect pitcher who's going to come in and be. So we've got a five man. I think we've got the best rotation. Second, maybe second best rotation in baseball when healthy. I mean, you think about Scherzer, Verlander, Kodai Senga, Jose Quintana, and I. For the life of me, I cannot figure out our fifth starter right now. I'm
1: looking. I can. I can look at it.
0: Yeah, look up our, our Carlos Carrasco. Sorry, Carlos Carrasco.
1: Carrasco has probably been your most consistent. Starter. I mean, he was
0: consistent last year. But I mean, but you even look at the like Starling Marte was great last year when he was when he's healthy. Pete Alonso, Omar Nova, um, Narvaez. I Narvaez. Narvaez, Mark Canna was good, Jeff McNeil, Lindor, Eduardo Escobar. Like, I mean, you just – a bunch of names. Brandon Nemo, re-signing him was huge. I, I can't – I can't, as a fan of them, having a team this – this is probably the best team I've seen on paper for the Mets, and we lost DeGrom. If we were able to keep DeGrom, I mean yeah. – I, 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 but I wish, I wish him well. But the Mets, I feel, biased-wise, I feel like they are the best team. I feel like – I understand what you're saying about the cannibalization. I think the Mets and the Braves are going to win 100 games. Again, yeah. I think going to be a very similar story to last year. I just don't think we choke up a lead.
1: Yeah, my number one reason for not picking the Mets to win the division is because of the Mets. The Mets are going to Met. They're, they're, there's, a, there's something cursed about that organization that, for whatever reason – they just can't get over the hump, and then I think one of the reasons why everybody just doesn't like the Mets is because they they have the mouths of Yankees fans without the trophy case of Yankees fans. They want to be Yankees so bad. Um, got the
0: bank account of Yankees though.
1: Yeah, but you know, look, I have them making the playoffs. I have the Mets making the playoffs. So so don't so don't despair. Um, but I've got the Braves. And again, maybe a little bit of bias. I do know that. The MLB The Show simulation has the Braves winning the World Series this year. And a lot of the analysts are saying the Braves are the, you know, Vegas has us as the favorite. Now, I don't necessarily go off what everybody else is saying, but I just really feel like we're a very balanced team. Um, But let's go to the National League Central. Who do you got winning the National League Central?
0: I got the Brewers winning the national okay. league central. I think they're going to surprise. I know that I think the probably the betting favorites right now are the Cardinals. The Cubs are much improved. I just think the Brewers are going to be consistent. They've got, I think they've got the best pitcher in the division. Corbin Burns is next level. I just think they're a team that has a lot of regular season success. Now, is it going to translate into the playoffs? I don't think so, but I do think the Brewers won a tight race in the central.
1: I've got the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals team is just so good. Um, and they only got better. So they replaced Yadier Molina with uh, Wilson Contreras, which. Yeah. William mean,
0: Contreras, I thought, right? No, William uh, Williams on the Brewers. William's
1: on the Brewers yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I just think the Cardinals have by far and away <clears throat> the best roster in that division. Um, the Brewers have got a good team. Corbin Burns got lit up today a little bit um and they do have good pitching i don't think they have a consistent enough lineup and there's the brewers are one of those teams are kind of like the mets where they always get off to a hot start and fall apart at the end of the year every single season without fail always happens to milwaukee um and actually a couple weeks ago i saw some uh some rumors that milwaukee may may relocate there's something there's something going on with uh uh, the ownership and like the city are like not getting along, and so the owner's threatening to move the team out of the city. Um, but l- uh, give me the Cardinals. I just think that that roster's too good. They've got two gold glovers, two MVPs in that infield. Um, they just added Wilson Contreras. Their pitching is still going to be good. Um, yeah, give me the Cardinals. I-, I don't think, and outside of the Cardinals and Brewers, I don't think anybody has a shot. Yeah, the Cubs are a little bit better. I don't think anybody else has a shot in that division.
0: I mean, you, mentioned, you you failed to mention the Japanese su- sensation Lars Newt Bar. Dude,
1: um, Lars Newt Bar is, yes.
0: Lars Even Neubauer. though he's
1: like, I don't know how, I don't know what his affiliation with Japan is, but he was able to play for them this year. And what he became name. a sensation for yeah. Japan. They what loved name? him over there. Lars Newt Bar. Yeah, sounds like a candy bar. It does. A Lars Newt Bar. Yeah. Lars Newt Bar. Come on, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, you, you
0: had me second guessing my pick. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to yeah. roll with it.
1: You know Pittsburgh. I think they're going to be improved a little bit this year. O'Neill Cruz is a superstar. I think. I mean, oh, I think O'Neill Cruz. If the Pirates ever get good, or if he ever gets on another team, he's an MVP candidate. Honestly, he's, he's going
0: to get traded. That's what yeah. the Pirates. I mean,
1: O'Neill Cruz is a phenomenal short. He's like six foot eight and playing shortstop, which is just weird. Usually, you put shorter guys there, but and he's got a rocket for an arm. I think he's clocked like over hundred mile an hour on his throw to first base. O'Neill Cruz is a superstar.
0: He hit a 111 mile an hour home run today.
1: I'm telling you, he's he's awesome. He's a beast. If you're a fan of baseball, watch some O'Neill Cruz highlights. Yeah. Um, Now the National League West. I'm going to go with the Padres. I'm going with the Padres to win this division because for my main reason picking the Padres is because they kind of have to at this point. They've spent so much money over the last couple of years. They've made so many deals. At this point, if you don't win the division, it's a failure. Everything you've done over the last couple of years, they made the NLCS. They did as a wild card team, but what's the one thing you haven't been able to do? Beat the Dodgers. Get over the hump of the Dodgers. Well,
0: they beat the Dodgers in the playoffs.
1: Did they really? No, they beat the Mets in the first round.
0: Yeah, and then they beat the Dodgers in the NLDS.
1: Oh, well, whatever. division
0: Division wise, division wise,
1: they need to get over the hump, you know? Yeah. Juan Soto, uh, they have a nasty outfield. Fernando Tatis is going to play right field. Juan Soto is going to play left field. Um, He's playing short? No, they they moved Tatis to the outfield at the end of last year because he just kept getting hurt. And honestly, Tatis is not a fantastic f- fielder. He's a great hitter, not a great defensive player. But they just got Xander Xander Bogarts to play That's short. That's what it this was. Year. I was. I was figuring out, um, yeah. But let me look at their look at their depth chart real quick.
0: Joe Musgrove, um, Blake Snell. Um, yeah, so
1: they've got they've got Jake Cronenworth, Matt Carpenter off the bench. Um Kim. Hayson Kim is 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 a little underrated. Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Trent Grisham, Fernando Tatís. Like that that's a good team. And they've got good pitching. You Darvish has finally uh found his stride again. Joe Musgrove, Blake Snell. They've got a 300 monster there in the Josh Hader. Year. Yeah, give me give me, the, give me the Padres to finally, you know, finally all, all their hard work is paying off. They, I think they finally win the division.
0: They got Mets legend Seth Lugo too, so I mean. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I, your I, most I, used I, arm out of the bullpen, yes, Seth
0: Lugo. Yes, all the time. Sandy, uh, I got San Diego winning as well, surprisingly. I think that that team is just too deep. You just read off everything about them. I think the swagger that they found in the postseason last year, unfortunately, um at the hands of the Mets really is when they found their swagger um, because of the whole we Thought he was whatever. But um thought he would thought thought he was uh doing the little thing with his with his hands in that one wild card game. And then we lost, and then they just really went on a run. But when you've got two of the best players in baseball on the same team, Tatis and Soto, you gotta be good. I think they're gonna win. I know, I know the Dodgers are deep. But I, I, the, the Dodgers guy.
1: lost a lot though. But
0: they lost they lost
1: Trey Turner. They lost Trey, Trey Turner. Turner. They lost Justin Turner. They lost um what's Justin Turner on, starting? Though, though, right? Justin Turner is now on the Red Sox.
0: Yeah, and he got hurt because he got hit in the face or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um they lost I think they lost a couple other pieces. Well Gavin yeah, Lux Bueller, is out for the year.
0: Walker Bueller's out for the year.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I think the Dodgers still be good, but I think the Padres will catch them this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, give and me your wild first card. wild card: the Braves. Okay, simple enough.
0: I mean, they're going to win a lot of games. They're going to be really good, top to bottom, like amazing lineup. Probably the best bullpen in baseball, um, like from from top to bottom. I think the Cardinals are up there with their bullpen just because of how fast everyone in their bullpen throws, kind of ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the Braves first wild card. Spot.
1: Give me the Dodgers for my first wild card spot. I still think they're going to be very good. You still got Freddie Freeman, you still got Mookie Betts. You still got a very good roster. Um they still have enough pitching to get them there. They've got like eight starters on their roster right now, so even if one goes down, they've got, you know, two other guys behind them. So, um yeah, give me the Dodgers to get that first wild card spot.
0: My second wild card spot's the Phillies. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna struggle with the early season injuries. Um, I think Trey Turner is going to have a tremendous year for the Phillies, but I think no, uh, no Bryce Harper, no Reese Hoskins is gonna hurt in the first couple. But they've got enough players to keep them afloat. And they're really gonna surge towards the end of the year, like they did uh, last year, and they're gonna be a problem again.
1: Yeah, my second wild card spot goes to the Phillies. Um, I've got them. Just because that lineup is just, I mean, they're going to score a lot of runs this year. Yeah. Um, And the reason why I don't have the Phillies and the Mets higher is because I think the Dodgers are going to win more games because other than the Padres, that, that division is very weak. They're going to win a lot of games there. Uh, whereas, like I was saying earlier, I think the Braves, Mets, and Phillies are going to lose a lot of games to each other. So that's why they're going to go down to the fifth spot. And then obviously, because I mentioned earlier that I have the Mets making the playoffs, I have them making the sixth spot. But not like barely squeaking in. I think they still like, I think those top three clinch pretty forward. early, yeah. uh, the wild card spot. Uh, but, you know, the Mets are, I mean, they're good. They, they just got to stay healthy. That's all that's been their issue for a couple of years now is can the Mets stay healthy? If they can do that, they'll make some noise. They're going to be in contention to win the division, just like the Phillies are. Matter of fact, the Phillies probably scare me a little bit more because nobody's talking about them. I think everybody's talking either Braves or Mets to win the division and the Phillies are sitting here like we just made the World Series last year and nobody's picking us to win it. So I would be scared of the Phillies a little bit, but I've got the Phillies and the Mets both making wild card spots.
0: Yeah, my last wild card spots not, no no surprises the Dodgers. I think they get in at 6. They lost a lot. I think that like I mean like these might all be 90-win wild card teams. Like mm-hmm. legitimately. So um, not much more to talk about with them. We've already we, that hasn't already been talked about. So let's just move. I made a world series prediction. I don't know if you did.
1: Um, I did. Um, I'm not going to necessarily pick a winner, but I've got a Braves blue Jays world series.
0: I've got a Mets Mariners world series.
1: Nice. Mariners make the I'd world the series the for there.
0: the first time. You'd be a huge Mariners fan in that series. Dude, like, yes, goodness. I
1: would. Yes, I would.
0: I've also, um, I also could, I, I don't know. I, Part of me wants to see a Subway Series World Series. yeah, but, but I don't think the Yankees are good enough.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, we've already gone 30 minutes, so real quick, do you just want to like quickly do your MVPs and Cy Youngs?
0: Yeah, so my AL MVP is Shohei Otani. Um, my NL MVP is Trey Turner, and he's going to have a huge year. Um, my AL Cy Young is Luis Castillo for the Mariners. And then my NL Cy Young is Zach Gallen. For the
1: diamondbacks nice very nice um i actually agree with you on the nl mvp i've got trey turner um i just think he's gonna have a, a phenomenal year look f- don't uh, look i know it's, my bias is showing a little bit look for michael harris look for somebody like michael harris to maybe win the mvp Over this acuna. year yeah I, acuna i don't it, how can i say this i feel like acuna doesn't hit for average enough to win mvp I feel like. He's kind of going up there trying to hit bombs too much. I love Acuna, yeah. love him. I think he is an MVP talent, but I want to see a little bit more from him this year of not trying to hit every ball out of the park. Just trying to hit for average a little bit more. Um, Michael Harris, look at him. But I've got Trey Turner ultimately taking the MVP. My NL Cy Young. Um, I'm kind of torn a little bit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Maybe a little bit of a biased pick. Give me Spencer Strider to win Cy Young this year. Yeah. I think, you know, he added a slight, I think, not a slider. He added, I think he was either a changeup or a slider to his repertoire this year where he's not just throwing fastballs and change-ups. Um, so he's going to be even better if he can keep his pitches under control. If he can stay healthy, I think he'll have a phenomenal season. So give me uh, the NL Cy Young being Spencer Strider. American League MVP has got to be Shohei. I mean, who yeah. else is it going to be? It's Shohei Otani. He's the best player on the planet. If he doesn't win MVP, it is a travesty. Cy Young Award. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, hmm. I had it and then I forgot who I had picked. You know what? Give me Dylan Cease. Give me Dylan Cease to win the American League Cy Young. If he can stay healthy, dude, that guy is filthy. Consistently pops over 100 miles an hour on his fastball, and he's got great off-speed stuff. Give me Dylan Cease to win the American League Cy
0: Look out for Hunter Green, for the Hunter Eagles Green player. is very good. Hunter yes. for the Reds. Look out but for him.
1: You know how it is, though. They don't give those awards to te- to players on bad teams, and the Reds are going to finish last. I that
0: think team. Zach Gallen is going to be so nasty this year. They might.
1: Maybe, maybe Zach Gallen hey. is nasty. I was going to say, I really feel like O'Neill Cruz could possibly win MVP, but the pirates are going to be too bad. I don't think they're going to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on to the NBA playoffs are starting pretty soon, aren't they? Yeah. The
0: playoffs are starting soon. I think the biggest debate right now in all of, um, in in the NBA is the MVP conversation when it really shouldn't be. Um, Jokic and Embiid are going at it right now. Um, But I think, Honestly, the biggest story, in my opinion, is the, the, the collapse of the Dallas Mavericks. Losing back-to-back to Charlotte, who is the worst team, probably one of the worst teams in the NBA, and now they're sitting in the 11 spot. They don't hold the tiebreaker against any of the top teams. They're essentially, they essentially need to win out the rest of the year to have any chance of even making the play-in. Luka's been phenomenal. Kyrie's been phenomenal. They just have no one around them. They stripped themselves of all the talent by 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 doing the Kyrie Irving trade any depth and they didn't address anything this last offseason and after they made a conference championship or a uh, conference finals last year against the Warriors now they're potentially about to fall out but also just look out for the Thunder because the Thunder are now while they have two first round picks this year three the next year and three the next year Shea just Alexander is an all all NBA type player. Josh Giddy's really good. And Jalen Williams, one of the two Jalen you know, they drafted two Jalen Williams last year. They no. drafted G-A-L-E-N Williams and J-A-Y-L-I-N Williams and um, back-to-back picks last year. But the J- the first Jalen Williams that they drafted has been phenomenal this year, has had a second half turnaround, and the Thunder could be nasty. The Lakers, I think, are gonna. I think they're gonna win enough to be in with LeBron being back. But I don't know if the Lakers are gonna make it out of the play-in. And I want to bring up a stat real quick. Um, I'm not gonna bring it up on my computer just because I don't have it there. Um, But the largest free throw attempt differential this season. I'm just gonna read out some stats. The Magic have a plus 139 free throw differential. The Knicks have a plus 145 free throw differential this means how many more free throws they've attempted than the teams they've played um the heat have a plus 183 the kings have a 193 the lakers have a plus 411 wow. they've shot 411 more free throws than the teams they've played this year and they're still fighting for a play in spot this is a poorly constructed team who made some good trades and are getting lucky to make the play in and then I could I would be remiss if I did not give a round of applause to the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, the first time they have bro- they have broken they were the longest active postseason drought for any of the Big Four teams. They have now snapped that, and I think it's the Buffalo Sabers now who have the longest active streak. But they are going to be they're going to be they're going to be hosting a series. They're going to be a top three seed, but unfortunately, they might be playing either the Warriors or the Suns. In the first
1: round, go Kings.
0: So uh, go no, Kings. they're oh, they're electric. They're lighting the beam every night. It's a very fun team to watch. Um, props to them. And so that's the NBA weekly fast break. We got. I would, like, gotta, I would yeah. like to mention. I've got yes. our
1: preseason predictions here, and Mitchell had Nikola Jokic winning MVP, which he probably will. He also had the Charlotte Hornets being the worst team in the NBA. which yeah. you said uh, they are the are I they mean, the worst They're, team one, record uh, they're not
0: record wise, I don't think. But they, I mean, they play like it. They've been beating a lot of teams lately, though, so they're they're screwing up their their uh their Win Binyama stats. They are twenty six and fifty one. The Pistons are sixteen and sixty. Um, oh, so they're the worst team. And okay. the Spurs are nineteen and 40, 57, and the Rockets are eighteen and fifty nine. So the Hornets are the fourth worst team. I did not realize the Pistons were sixteen and sixty.
1: That's really bad. Um, you also had the Clippers and the Sixers in the finals. That's not going to happen.
0: Well, listen, the Sixers are the hottest team in the in the East right now. The Sixers I, are the hottest not, team not, in the East.
1: They're not, they're not, they're not winning.
0: <laughs> I don't agree with my Clippers pick anymore.
1: I had the Warriors and the Heat in the finals. Um, the Heat? But hey, wow. the Warriors, just get them in the playoffs. They know how to win.
0: They are, but they are also 9-29 and 29 on the road this year. That's bad. They're 31-8 and eight at home.
1: Wow. Just and get them a home series. T- if they're
0: six seed though, so all their series are going to go to seven. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, anyways, that's my weekly fast break because we got to book it.
1: Yeah, um, let's go quickly, to final four.
0: Final four. Yeah, um, I've got my predictions. Um,
1: I'll go first because I, yeah. I think you know more about this than I do. I'm picking UConn. Um, just because I feel like they've got, they've got what they need. I think they've got the most experienced team. They're also the only team left that fits those those stats that every champion has ever that, that every champion has fallen under. They're the yeah. only team left. Uh, this has been a wild March Madness. I mean, nobody would have expected 2 5 seeds to make the Final 4 and then you have FAU, and a 9 and, seed. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. My, so Miami is a 6,
1: I think. I think I think uh Miami they've done really well. Uh Jake Crane actually predicted that Miami would go deep in this playoffs weeks before March Madness began, so props to him. Yeah. He also was high on FAU as well, so he got two of those right. But I think UConn wins it. I think UConn wins the whole thing. So this is
0: going to – look, I, I think UConn's the best team left. But if UConn loses, I officially win a $200 bracket challenge at work. So I'm picking Miami. <laughs> and I'm nice. picking Miami over UConn. And then I'm picking San Diego State over FAU. And i got Miami winning it all. I think Wong, now that he's fully healthy, I think Miami can win it all. Um, Larenaga deserves it. He's been coaching long enough. Um, It's actually like 10 years to the date that he took George Mason to the the final four. So um, good for him. I think Miami wins. It's been crazy, like you said. San Diego State, though, they just play defense, man.
1: Yeah, they've, UConn's been blowing everybody out, though.
0: They're the only. They haven't team. had a close game yet. No, they're the only te- legitimately the only team in the history of the NCAA tournament to win their first four games by fifteen plus points.
1: Yeah, they're just blowing everybody out. It's crazy.
0: And for that reason, I'm picking Miami. <laughs> do you want to do the NFL?
1: Talk uh, about Lamar
0: Jackson real quick. Uh,
1: yeah, we can just talk about Lamar, and we can talk about uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah, Lamar. The drama continues with Lamar Jackson. Honestly, you know, he he came out and said that he requested a trade back on March second. I think that kind of solidifies that he is not coming back to Baltimore. Yeah. Um, we already had a feeling he wasn't going to come back, but I think that was kind of the the nail in the coffin. No one wants him, Zach. I don't. I disagree that no one wants him. I think people are waiting until either after the draft or waiting a little bit later so they don't have to give up the two... Like, people understand they're going to have to give up two first-round picks. They don't want to have to give it up this year. They will not have to yeah. give it up next year. So I think teams are going to wait until after the draft. You cannot... There's no way that Lamar Jackson has no market. There's, there's just no way. There's too many teams that need a quarterback.
0: And now he um, just came out and said he does not want a fully guaranteed contract.
1: So, yeah, I mean, so somebody's going to sign him. I'm looking at the commanders. I mean, you're going to need... They they need a quarterback so badly. They're not going to get a good option down at 16, and I don't think they have the pieces to trade up. <clears throat> so I would look at Lamar Jackson of the Commanders. Um, you know, Listen. Eric Eric Bieniemy is going to need a quarterback. if For his offense to work, for him to prove that he can make it without Andy Reid, he's going to have to have a quarterback there. So I would look at the Commanders. I've heard some rumblings that possibly the Colts sign him, and give their first round pick to the Ravens and then that the Ravens. Right. Go, and then the Ravens Ravens get that number four pick and go Anthony Richardson because he's very Lamar Jackson esque. But I, I don't know.
0: Listen, this is a team that I cannot get out of my head. I really haven't heard any rumblings, but I really could just see Lamar going to them. Miami.
1: I you really think I, they would, I mean, I they, they they, g- they've I, been very solid on Tua. Like, they're not giving up on Tua.
0: Yeah, but I think they, they're they a team that would have taken Tom Brady if he wanted to come over. They're a team that's always, like, looking for the trade. Like, they were in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. Why wouldn't they be a part of this Lamar Jack- they would give They would give Tua away in a heartbeat for Lamar Jackson. So, I, I, I mean, think they're a team to look he, out for. He would be
1: great there. I just don't think, I don't think they're even in the sweepstakes at all. I don't think they're. And I'd like to address Arthur Blank saying the reason why he's not interested is because he keeps getting hurt. I'd like to point out that the, the two times that Lamar Jackson's gotten hurt, he got hit while he was in the pocket, not while he was on the run. So to say that his running style is why he gets hurt is actually not accurate. He's gotten hurt when he gets hit in the pocket. So I think as long as he has a good offensive line around him, I think he'll be fine. Plus, I just don't feel like the Atlanta offense fits what Lamar Jackson's best at. Arthur Smith is very run heavy, um, you know. Run the. That's ball. exactly
0: what the Ravens were.
1: Yeah, but the, but the Ravens' offense didn't fit Lamar. I I really feel like it didn't fit his his. It didn't. Um, what do you call it? Highlight his, yeah, yeah. highlight his best yeah. abilities. Yeah. I don't think it highlighted his best abilities. So I think he needs more of an offense. I'll they'll spread things out, give him more weapons. So, um, but anyways, Lamar is going to end up somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the Commanders. Um, I think. I think they'll, they'll bite the bullet on it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I want to, I just want to mention the Falcons real quick, just because you, uh, you have them in the notes, but I'm just going to kind of give them props for a pretty good free agency. You got, we've gotten a lot of studs, Jesse Bates, we talked about last episode, but signing Clayus Campbell, assigning David Onyemata guys who are going to be able to usher in the pass rusher that we're going to draft. Just I'm, I'm speaking it into existence that we're going to draft the pass rusher. Um, I think they're really good gets.
1: Calais Campbell's not what he used to be. You're it's not, not but he's, uh,
0: they're not getting him for that reason. Yeah. I think yeah. he's going to be a guy that can get you a couple sacks, but he's also going to be a leader.
1: Yeah. He's a
0: man of the year. Kinda, he's, I think he won Walter Payton man, man of the year before. He's, a, he's just an overall good guy. And then we signed Scotty Miller and Matt Collins, two like middle-of-the-road kind of the road wide receivers. I know they're not great. They're not going to jump off the page, but they're serviceable guys who can catch the ball. And for a right. guy like Desmond Ritter, they're going to be short pass kind of guys. That's Desmond Ritter can't throw the long ball, so we're going to have to do that. Yeah. Um, so props to um, homeboy, um, Terry, uh, Terry Fontenot. yeah, Terry Fontenot this offseason good. Uh, now, I got, now you got to do good in the draft.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, Aaron, the only thing I was going to say about Aaron Rodgers, um, just kind of what's the that hold happened. up? I mean, yeah. we, we know he's going to be traded. The Jets have kind of backed themselves up into a corner by committing them Aaron Rodgers says he's not going to play for anybody but the Jets. I don't really know why the Jets just won't give the Packers what they at the Packers from what I'm hearing are not asking for a whole lot. They're asking for like two second round picks and maybe a first. Like and it's not like the Jets have like a top 5 pick. You have the number 13. Just give the Packers the 13th pick and give them two second round picks. You're going to get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you've already backed yourself into a corner signing all these wide receivers he's asked for. You signed Odell Beckham. You signed... Um, they
0: haven't signed I, Odell Beckham yet, officially, I don't think.
1: I, I, last I saw, they they agreed to terms with uh, Odell. Oh, he okay. may not have passed the physical or anything yet, but I know that he agreed to terms with them. Alan Lazard. You, you're going out making all these moves to prepare for, for Aaron Rodgers. Now, what's the holdup? What's taking so long? Uh, I know when you get lawyers involved and stuff like that, it takes a while, but... Uh let's just let's just get this drama over with. Let's just get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets because like I don't I don't, yes, I don't understand what the it. problem is yeah. with trading your 13th pick. The 13th pick is not not like something you have to hold on to.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Aaron Rodgers is worth the 13th pick.
0: Right. I agree.
1: All right. Now let's get into wrestle. Mania pre Yes,
0: WrestleMania 39. Now, I know
1: some of our fans that listen to the show do not care a lick about wrestling. So okay. if that is you, um, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. We'll do mock draft uh 3.0, our final mock draft. We'll see you in three weeks. But if you like res- wrestling or if you just like hearing our beautiful voices,
0: yeah, we're Sarah. gonna get into
1: this. Yeah, WrestleMania 39. Can I run um,
0: the predictions? Because I've got an order.
1: Yes. Go for it, man.
0: I'm just going to go. So I'm going to do Saturday matches. We're going to pick every winner, every match that they've announced. We're going to pick you. Are you prepared for that?
1: Yeah, let's go. Okay, cool. As long as you tell me, uh, as long as you remind me who is competing.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. That's why I've got it right here. Yeah. So Saturday, the opener projected opener from from what this card I'm reading the card from top from bottom to top. So it might Uh. not happen this way. Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders in a WrestleMania showcase match.
1: Who wins? Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Street Profits win. Um, the Street Profits are very over right now. WrestleMania is usually a time when faces win. Um, the Street yeah. Profits, people love them. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Alpha Academy wins, but those are really the only two two teams I see could possibly win this match. But give me the street profits.
0: I'm going Braun Strowman and Ricochet. I think I think they want to give uh, Braun. You brought Braun Braun Strowman back for a reason, and it wasn't to be in a tag team match in the beginning of the show. Um, so I think he needs to win this match. Ricochet needs moments, and this match actually is going to be good.
1: I think this it's it, going to be... It is a little pointless. Like it, 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 You know, it is.
0: There's no point to it, but I think yeah. it's. there's a lot of good wrestlers in this match. Yeah. Ricochet is a good wrestler. Um, uh, Montez Ford is a good wrestler. Chad Gable is very good. And so I think this match is going to be... shush. shush. <laughs> um, It's going to be... It's, it's going to be an interesting match. Braun Strowman and Ricochet, look, oh. I, I don't know. I, I mean,
1: who cares? Did they get rid of the... Andre the Giant over the top rope challenge? Because I didn't I see think it. think it's in the pre-show. Conference. I think it's in the pre-show. Oh, the pre-show. Ew, who cares? Yeah. That so. that's a pointless match. You win a you win a bronze trophy of uh, Andre the Giant. Whoop-de-doo. Ooh.
0: Ooh, yeah. Second match. The battle for Eddie Guerrero's heart. Rey <laughs> Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Who do you got and why?
1: I have Rey Mysterio winning just because I can't see WWE having Rey Mysterio inducted in the Hall of Fame the night before and then losing the next day. I just don't see that making a whole lot of sense. I do think Dominic Mysterio will probably win their next match with each other. I don't think this ends at WrestleMania, but I got Rey Mysterio winning the first one.
0: I I agreed. I think you can't have the kind of buildup that you did. He wouldn't hit him, all that crap. And then Rey Mysterio finally hits him. It's got to pay off with a Rey Mysterio win. I think this match could be good if Dominic didn't suck in the ring.
1: So Now, look, Dominic is getting better as a heel, but he's still not a great wrestler. He's
0: very raw in the ring, so I think Rey's going to have to carry. I think it's going to be weird at first um, to see if they have chemistry, um, being father-son, and I'm interested to see how the mom comes into play in this match, but I'm going to pick Rey Mysterio as well. Now, the next match, Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul and a match that I think might be a showstopper on night one.
1: Um, My opinion on Logan Paul has changed a little bit. Um, I used to, I mean, look, Logan Paul puts on phenomenal matches, and I think yeah. he's yeah. way beyond what anybody this raw should be. Yeah. But I will say... Somebody is there. There's a few guys that have made very good points. Even current WWE superstars have made very good points. It's very easy to look great when you have months to prepare for a match. All these other superstars have to compete every night. Logan Paul wrestles three matches a year. So it's very easy to look great when you can spend three months rehearsing a match. So
0: what's um, Goldberg's excuse then? He wrestles three matches a year and he still looks bad. (laughs)
1: Well, Logan Paul is a natural athlete. Yeah, I mean, yes. he is talented, but I, I I struggle to really believe that Logan Paul would be as big of a star in the ring, at least, if he had to compete every single night. Um, I'm going to pick. I don't know. I, I feel like WrestleMania is a moment that they're going to want to give Logan Paul his moment. I'm going to pick Logan Paul. I, I don't think he should win but I think they're going to let Logan Paul win this match.
0: This might be match of the night. There's going be there's another match that I think is going to be match of the night, like 100%, but this might be the second best match of the night. Logan Paul's going to put on a show. Seth Rollins, I still think, is probably the best wrestler in the company. Oh, yeah. Hands down with all the tools. He's Shawn Michaels-esque. I want him to go on a Shawn Michaels-type run. He yeah. deserves another main event spotlight, but this is a Hollywood WrestleMania. Yeah. I think Logan Paul's winning.
1: And I think Seth Rollins is one of those guys that's willing to let guys get over on oh, it. Yeah. So yeah. I,
0: Seth Rollins th- is the type of guy who can who can gain more by losing.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Gives him something to talk about. Gives him something to gap yeah. about.
1: If Logan Paul loses, I mean, you know
0: Then he's 0-3. Like yeah. he hasn't won. Like what yeah. yeah. Why does I think
1: he think Logan Paul back? wins his match?
0: Yeah. Next match. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish
1: Stratus versus Damage Control. Um, I really don't know much about this match. I think Damage Control wins just because they haven't won wow. anything big. Damage Control hasn't really won at any of the pay-per-views they've competed at. I think they'll finally win one. You got to have a heel win somewhere. Um, I think Damage Control will win this. Um, I know the WrestleMania typically, when when... When retired wrestlers come out of retirement, they usually win. But I think we may see a surprise heel turn. I think we may see Trish Stratus turn on Becky Lynch here.
0: Okay. I mean, I like it, but I don't see them bringing back Lita and Trish and having them lose. So I'm going to think Becca, Lita. I think it happened after the match. I I kind of agree with you with the heel turn. I think it happens after the match. Becca, Lita, and Trish win. There's no reason to gain damage control, any traction. I don't think
1: I think they really want damage control to work, but they haven't won any they haven't won anything big yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is the match that I'm most excited we'll the will probably second most ex- match I'm excited about. I think this will be match of the night for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Who you got and why?
1: It's got to be Sami and Kevin. I mean, yeah. if they don't win then everything with Sami has been pointless. The build up to the story has been pointless. WrestleMania is notorious for finishing the story, basically. Yeah. And I know that's been kind of Cody Rhodes' thing, finish the story, but that's always what WrestleMania has been about. The big payoff to the long storylines, it wouldn't be a payoff if they lose. And I yeah. think WrestleMania begins the downfall of the, the bloodline. So give me Sammy and Kevin to win.
0: You, you took the words out of my mouth. I think this match is going to be electric.
1: Oh um, yeah, the, Usos
0: a great can, match. the Usos can put on a great match. The Usos are tremendous tag team wrestlers. And Sammy and Kevin have so much in-ring experience and just our overall friends. And there's so much storyline behind it that when you pair storyline and really talented wrestlers, you're going to get something phenomenal. Sammy and Kevin are going to win. I think they might go on a pretty big run as the champs. That's going to end with one of them turning on them and they're going to have another classic match. As always as always. Next we've got I'm trying to check which one. The Smackdown Women's Championship match, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley.
1: Um I think they're going to they I think they're going to put Rhea over. Uh she she's yeah. very over with the fans right now. Um you know Charlotte Flair's been champion so many times. They they they've been really building up Rhea for a long time. Um there's actually been talks that Rhea might get a push for a men's title. Like they may do with her, what they do with China. Uh, China was a three time intercontinental champion. China, <laughs> China was a three time intercontinental champion. There's talks that they may do the same thing with Rhea Ripley, good, but, but, I mean, but it's going to start with her winning at mania to beat. Yeah.
0: Charlotte Flair. I mean, Charlotte has teased a face turn and she says she really wants a deep face run, which would be weird for Charlotte. Flair. I know she's done it before, um, but Rhea, you've got to, like you said, with damage control, you've got to give judgment day something right. right now. So Rhea Ripley, who is the leader of judgment day? In my opinion, it's not old Damian priest. Um, it's Rhea Ripley. I think she's going to win the championship and she's going to have, I don't
1: think control. Finn Balor is the leader of judgment
0: day. I don't think so. Don't huh. think so. Um, so Rhea Ripley, and then the main event, which I hope is the main event of night one, the United States championship match between John Cena and Austin Theory. Who do you got and why?
1: Ah, I don't, this one, I, I keep going back and forth because John Cena is notorious for putting young guys over that he really feels like are talent. He's like, he's willing to lose these kind of big time matches because Cena really doesn't need to prove anything. Um, I'm also not sure if Cena is prepared to be full-time again, being a United States champion. Um, but I do think the United States Championship has gotten a little stale with Theory. Um, I think with the belts being occupied by Roman, you kind of need something else, another title to garner some excitement. I think John Cena is perfect guy to do that. Um, I will say, though... Every person that John Cena has destroyed on the mic ended up becoming, he ended up losing the match against them and they ended up becoming superstars in the company. And that's what happened. John Cena destroyed Theory on the mic a couple nights ago. So I'm going to pick Cena to win, but I really am not going to be shocked if Theory wins.
0: I think Cena wins and I think it gives him a moment, but. You talked about, and I think you said it, I think you said exactly what is important here. The United States Championship has been stale. Back when Cena won it the last time, the United States Championship had been stale. What did he start doing?
1: The open challenge.
0: I think he's going to open challenge, and I think he's going to lose early on to a guy that needs a push. That's going to start the, I think the United States Championship is going to be The main championship belt that we see on a week to week basis, and it's going to have some meaning. That in the Intercontinental Championship, because we'll get into that. I think that's going to be big after WrestleMania as well. So I think Cena wins, starts the open challenges, could even lose the night after on Monday Night Raw to someone else. But I think it starts.
1: Cena's so small now; like he lost all that girth.
0: Yeah, but he's still Cena. Yeah, I mean he is. Big match,
1: Cena. Nobody can put on a big match. match John. Big match, match John. John.
0: Big match, John. John I'm Chana. so excited. John Chena. <laughs> yes, John. John Ch- <laughs> Batista. Um Baptista, Baptista. <laughs> Santino Marella's beating him on Monday Night Raw, dude.
1: It's coming. I back. miss Santino. Bring Santino back. I know yeah. he's on Impact, but nobody watches Impact.
0: Impact, whatever. Um, yes, but I think that's a perfect plan. Someone's gonna beat Cena, probably even the ne- the night after, so that he can win the title, add some prestige to it. Imagine if you- Anyone that beats John Cena, like you said, is going to get a push. Yeah. And whoever comes out there for that open challenge and beats Cena to the moon, I think. Look, make it Seth Rollins. Yeah. Give give Seth Rollins the United States Championship. Go for it. Make it a major title again. All right, we're moving on to Sunday. That was only Saturday. If you were go, not baby. excited enough, we're moving on to Sunday. Opening it up with Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Nat- Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green who you got
1: um give me the one with Raquel Green WWE really loves Raquel or no, no not Raquel Rodriguez Green. Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez they really love her um they're expecting her to be to be huge cuz she's a, a, literally massive um so I think her name was that, like
0: Gumbo or something before she went through a name change or something yeah, like that.
1: I, I don't know, but she was she really is though like a a freak of nature uh, women's wrestler. To be honest with you, when I watched her at elimination chamber, I thought she was a man. Like, but then I looked it up and made sure she is actually a woman. I'm thinking of um, someone else. She's actually a woman, but yeah, I think huge. that team wins just because WWE loves Raquel Rodriguez. She's kind of over right now too, so. I think that team wins
0: there. She's planning. there. WWE's planning to push her, which I didn't know when I made my predictions. I'm going to stay with my predictions. I'm going to go with the MMA girls, Rousey and Baszler, which quite possibly could be the ugliest tag team we've ever had in WWE <laughs> yes. history. I mean,
1: the giant you know, thumb and Ronda which, Rousey, giant
0: thumb and Ronda Rousey, which Rousey has her moments, but just when she starts her, her Rousey. wrestling. Her WrestleMania Her, hair is always
1: up. Rousey's last run just shows that she is not cut out for the WWE. Yeah. She's just not. She's boring. She's just boring. She's man. in a
0: WrestleMania showcase match now.
1: I hope that she does not win because does this mean? Is
0: boring. What is a My, WrestleMania showcase
1: match? It's just a way to get more superstars a mania moment. That's, that's all it is. Because are all these even tags? A team? fatal four-way tag match? That's Both all it is. You're getting... Yeah, you're, it's a means to get 16 wrestlers a WrestleMania moment. That's all it is, because everybody wants a WrestleMania moment. It's eight. But. Yeah, eight, eight for two matches, though. Oh, yeah. It's a way to get 16 wrestlers their own WrestleMania moment.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, we, we spent way too much time on the WrestleMania showcase <laughs> match. Um, next match, which I think could be, could be a shocker, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Who you got and why?
1: There's a lot of talks right now that the results of this match are going to hint at Brock Lesnar's future. Um, People are saying that if Brock Lesnar wins, he's going to re-sign with WWE. If he loses, he's leaving. Um, Because Triple H doesn't push Brock as much, I don't think Brock is very happy. So I think Brock loses to Omos.
0: I can't see Brock losing this match. I think it's going to be Omos' domination. And I think Brock Lesnar is going to suplex Omos somehow. He's going to suplex Omos. It's going to be the nastiest, like herky jerky, like not pretty suplex. But he's going to do it. He's somehow going to F five him as well. I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. MVP is going to.
1: Dude, if what? he can MVP, if he can F uh, five Big Show, he can F five Omos. Omos is not as heavy as Big Show. I think he can do it.
0: Okay, well there we go. Brock Lesnar, I think's win. I think he wins and he stays. Now this match, Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. Who you got and why?
1: Um, dude. <sighs> this match—they've—it they, it has to be Edge because was it? It has to be because you know you, you stripped you really dumb decision to strip Judgment Day away from Edge when it was his creation. It was taking off. It was just getting off the ground, just starting to do well. And then you take it away from Edge. I, I think Edge has to win this match because he's already said, I think, I think SummerSlam is going to be in Ontario, Canada this year. It's in um, Detroit. Oh, Maybe it's next WrestleMania is in Canada. He said the next WrestleMania that's in Canada, which I think is next year, is going to be his last match, period. Um, he wants to retire You know, in front of his home, home people, home crowd. Um, I think Edge has to win this match. I mean, otherwise, the storyline has no payoff. And like I said, WrestleMania is notorious for having the face pay off the the long storyline. So I think Edge is going to win the match.
0: Yeah, I, I can see it. I, I I I picked Edge, but more and more I think about it. When we started talking about Judgment Day, I, I think I think Finn Balor could win, but I'm going to pick Edge. I think Edge is going to get the pop. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see a spear through the cell.
1: Yes. Look, Judgment Day has to get something, but there's something is going to be Rhea Ripley winning. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah I, I agree with you. I agree. Give me, give me Edge. Give me Edge. Now, another match. These are all good matches, man. These are all good matches. Triple Threat Intercontinental Championship match between Gunter, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. Who you got in one?
1: It's got to be the Ring General the ring yep. general Gunther is going to win he is, so
0: good, he is the
1: next big thing he so is the next big thing um honestly i feel like he's gonna lose the intercontinental title soon just because he's gotta he's gonna they're gonna put him in the main title picture pretty soon i don't, I don't think it's gonna be at mania No. i think it, the most feel-good story would be seamus winning but i think gunther wins
0: this is like a weird, like United Kingdom. Yeah, deal. it's
1: the battle like, of the United Kingdom. Yeah, this is battle the battle for England versus Ireland, Ireland versus, versus Scotland. Scotland.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the, whew, that's going to be, it's going to be Gunther's got to win, like you said. I think Gunther's got to put on a show because what he did at Rumble, he legitimately had me thinking he was about to win the Rumble. Yeah. Like he was so good. And they don't give people those kind of Rumble performances and not pay it off. He's got to win at Mania and he's going to get beat by someone pretty good. And then he's going to move on to the main title picture. This match might steal night uh, night two.
1: Yeah, I think so. Next match:
0: Raw Women's Championship match between Bianca Belair and Asuka.
1: Um, from what I from what I've heard, there has been next to zero build up to this match, so I really don't know who's going to win. Bianca Belair has been champion for over a year, though, so I think just give me Asuka just because Bianca has been champion for so long.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go different than you. I think one champion changes hands. I don't think they do both. I think Bianca's going to hold on again. I think they're waiting for someone like Raquel Rodriguez to beat Bianca Belair, um, not Asuka. Because right now, the championship picture feels like a revolving door for the women's championship. You know, like it feels like it's either Becky, Charlotte, Bianca. It was for ba- a long time, it was Bailey, Sasha Banks. Like it, Like they need new people in it. Getting Rhea in there, keeping Bianca, and having her get beat by Raquel Rodriguez, I think, is going to be the the play. But I don't know. I, I really don't care. This is really the first match that I'm legitimately thinking it's a, a poop break.
1: <laughs> it's a snack break. It's this a snack match is break. A snack. Snack like break. it would be different if there was been build up, but there's yeah. been no story to this match. To be
0: to be it's fair, low. you for some Oscar still can't speak English. Yeah, so it's hard to build up someone that can't speak any english yeah especially with someone who like bianca who
1: has well charisma. I-, I disagree because there's been a lot of really good japanese wrestlers that couldn't speak a lick english that could still put on great matches still can do good promos tajiri uh rings a bell for me um even um um the guy that everybody loved a couple of years ago they wasted shinsuke nakamura shinsuke He couldn't speak in English, but he could still cut promos. That's all he would say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. The big dog. The undisputed WWE. I'm going to This is a weird. I, I had to check the name. Undisputed WWE universal championship match between Roman Reigns and the American nightmare Cody Rhodes. Who do you have and why? I know you struggle. Yes,
1: I've told you and Nick both that I have gone back and forth on this match a hundred times. I was very confident it was going to be Cody for a while just because what's the point of all this if it's not going to be Cody? And also if Roman wins, who is left? Who's left to challenge him that would be a realistic opponent? But then, you know, the prospect of a thousand days, it's probably never going to happen again. A chance to get a thousand days as champion. And WWE is very big on like breaking records and and making achieving milestones like that. So then I was like, no, Roman's gonna win and then he'll eventually lose right after the thousand days at SummerSlam. But I think I've made up my mind what's gonna happen, especially over what what's happened, what's been coming out lately about the title belts. Triple H has said that he hates the look of the of the world titles. They're too plain. He doesn't like that the logo, it's basically just the logo. That's all it is. It's just the logo on a belt. He doesn't like the look of them. And it came out, I think, this morning that Triple H has officially approved a new design on a title belt, which means I really don't see you taking a guy who's been a champion for almost a thousand days and just being like, hey, here's a new belt. I think it only makes sense to do that if it changes hands. So give me Cody Rhodes to finish the story and win at Mania. Plus a a picture of the American, uh, American Nightmare version of the winged eagle belt has just leaked a couple of days ago after Triple H said that. And Cody Rhodes has come out and said that if he is champion, he would want a version of the winged eagle belt brought back. Cody Rhodes is notorious for when he wins a championship. He likes to bring back the retro looks. He did that with the Intercontinental belt. And then now Triple H is saying he wants to change the belt. It's already been confirmed that he's changed the design. I just think the stars are aligning Cody Rhodes wins. You
0: know, all those are really good points. I think Roman wins. I think something, uh, I know the bloodline has to crumble eventually. Uh, They really do. Like this has to end somewhere. I don't think it's here. And unfortunately, like I'm hearing a lot of things where it's going to be Randy Orton. Hey, give him one last run. I mean, give him one last run, but, like, that's the payoff.
1: So I'm fine with it if they do it the right. Randy Orton can make it work. Randy Orton can make it work. Give him this, give him the
0: the Viper, like, vintage Viper. Bring back
1: Legend Killer Randy.
0: Give him Legend Killer, and he kills the legend of Roman Reigns. I don't, I think this match, I think this is, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think this is Roman Reigns' best in-ring performance of his career in this match. I think it's going to be storytelling, which he's been good. He's been good. He's not the best wrestler, but he can tell a story and he's really improved. And he's had a really good run, obviously, as the head of the table with yeah. all this stuff. I think solo Psychea or whatever, however you Picoa. pronounce it, Psychoa. I, I think he's the reason that Roman wins.
1: I, I, but, think, I think personally Roman is going to tell the bloodline to stay out of this match. I think it's going to be a one-on-one, and like I said, I for the long for like about a week or two, I was I was in your camp. I was like Roman's going to win. They got to get him to a thousand days and all this. But the the good the good the thing I love about it is when you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Nobody knows for sure what's going to happen, and that's the way it should be. For too yes. long, for the last five six years with Vince, everything's been very predictable. Everything's been either very predictable or so unpredictable that it's not good there's there's a line so i think triple h has done a great job of confusing the people confusing the fans that they just do not know what's going to happen i I think cody's gonna win but i I could be dead wrong we could see something really weird happen i think triple h is letting stuff leak so that people will be confused and will be totally thrown off guard yeah but another thing is just like If Cody loses, who else is there? Yeah, I know we talked about Randy, but who else realistically is there that could beat Roman at this point? There's just nobody. Gunter, maybe, yeah, but are you really going to shoot him to the moon and have that be his first title win? Is defeating Roman Reigns like
0: a lot of question marks? Yeah, just a A lot lot of question question marks. We gotta we we, WrestleMania thirty nine coming up. We gotta end today's stream with something
1: I, I, I will say this i will say this i am a little nervous that with how hyped up this wrestlemania is It's going to disappoint weeks, us it's going to disappoint i'm a little nervous about that usually when wrestlemanias are super hyped up like this they disappoint but that was the mcmahon that was the mcmahon era i was just
0: about to say trust triple h because nxt takeovers were always good yeah and he ran those anyways we're going to end this episode by enjoying something.
1: yeah i don't hear anything
0: you can't hear it
1: no it's not playing i don't hear anything oh,
0: i can hear it dang it you can't hear it
1: no i don't hear Oh, anything. that's
0: unfortunate let's let's just do it ready three two one
1: a trend. oh yeah we're just gonna do whoa we no gonna we gotta do-, do the whole first part man
0: okay three two one Adrenaline in my soul, something, something, Cody
1: Rhodes. Whoa, yeah, let's go, Cody. Yeah, the pop on WrestleMania is going to be amazing. I'm so
0: ready for it. I'm so ready for it. Anyways, guys, that was a long episode, but it was a fun episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, for anyone coming listening on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed just kind of listening to us while you're driving, whatever you're doing while you're working. Um, If you watch this live, we had a couple of viewers come in and out. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're watching back on YouTube, hello from the past. Um, Look, we uh, we love you all every single week. We we just want to do better. I speak for me and Zach, um, just saying that. I mean, I know we are every two weeks, but we still enjoy doing this. We still love bringing up a content, and we're uh, we're we're talking about doing some other things to just kind of keep it fun and fresh. So uh, just be on the lookout uh, in two weeks. Um, we I don't know. I, I want to see. Final if can mock maybe, draft. Yeah, we'll have my final mock draft in two weeks. And um, if any surprises come up, we will let you know on Facebook. Um, so just, just stay connected. I've been Mitchell Graham. That's Zach Brown. We love you all. See you in two weeks. Peace. Peace thank you for listening to another episode of the official review before you go i just wanted to give you a couple ways that you can stay connected with the show first is our email mgzbsportsnetwork at gmail.com with this email you can stay connected ask us questions that we will answer on the show also, if you want to follow us on TikTok under the same name, we post very, very frequently about everything that's happening. And also, if you just want to check Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast Thursday morning at 8 a.m. for every single episode of the official review, thank you and we love you. Peace.